0: Last time on the four orbs. You hear a clanking sound. Uh, I say we approach cautiously. You sneak up to the sound and approach it from an alleyway. You peek further down the road and see a temple with windows high from the ground. But at the door of the temple stands a tall, armored humanoid with a large two-handed
1: hammer.
2: Let me in! I need it! I think he's lost it.
3: The hell is that?
4: What do you guys think we should do? Run
1: up to him and smash him.
3: No,
4: no, 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 he, we don't know what side he's on. Look, look at all the dead, the trail of dead he left behind him.
5: I would like to use my awakened mind to say, who, who are, are you?
0: I am the king of Saravel, King Alceron. I must get the shield to protect the city. There, there's, there's a shield in there, you, you
5: say. say? Yes,
0: the shield, I need the shield. Where are you?
5: I apologize, I but I do not yet feel safe for revealing myself.
0: myself. Oh, you must be a looter then.
3: Okay, this isn't going anywhere. I cast fly to where I'm like obviously visible.
0: He looks up at you and says,
3: you a
0: looter. When you shoot up and he sees you, you're stunned. In the air? Yep. Mm. And you fall 30 feet and give me initiative.
2: I'm gonna command my uh, air elemental to slam him. Uh, First one's gonna be 24. Second one is a 21. Both it. 15 for the first one. 15 for the, or 14 for the second one.
0: All right. So the air elemental beats itself (laughs) as the uh, creature or as the king is inside of it. And as the king falls to the ground, the air elemental disperses into a long, like a large whirlwind and pushes everyone to a prone position. Minty!
2: I wonder if we can get through this lock.
0: When you approach the doors of the temple, you hear a lock mechanism activate in the door. You push at the doors and they easily swing open.
5: Um, I'm going to
0: start looking around. All right. Give me an investigation check. Well, you find a white marble slab, a dark blue cloth drapes over it and bundled inside the cloth is a silver shield with a pearl outline.
5: Uh, guys, I think I found something.
0: This must be the shield. Well, it
2: appears we have sought out that which protects. What do you think we should do now? This seems like an awesome place to rest. I agree. It's warm, it's bright, seemingly protected.
0: Everyone wakes up the next day. You all gather your things, prepare yourselves for the winter winds, and travel deeper, which almost means further up the city of Saravell. You find a set of double doors 30 feet high embedded in the mountainside. It is covered in a thick layer of ice. Oh, let
1: me do this, and I'll try to smash my way through.
0: All right, so you take your... halberd. Yeah and you just start smashing the ice with the blunt end of your halberd, and eventually, like, the ice just cracks all the way through, like, in a quick way. The art on the doors mimic the doors you're looking at, but are open with light shining through. And standing in the doorway is the silhouette of someone holding a sword and shield. As the ice covering these large stone doors falls from Keth smashing and breaking it with his halberd, Astra, you see Keth's swings become slow. The ice above that is falling slows as well and eventually time freezes. And as soon as time stops here, a vision fades in. You see these two stone doors are open. The sun is shining down in the sky above and you physically feel a warmth all over your body from the sun's rays. And as you look back down, you see Heltron, From your previous vision, walking out of this place alongside a man in elegant robes. You listen in as they have a conversation walking towards you. Are you sure this door will hold? Now that it is stable, we don't need anyone getting to it. Oh, it'll hold. And as this old man says that, he turns to the doors and waves his hand upwards. These heavy stone doors slowly creak into position. Well, the city of Saraville will stop any who try to enter. This entire area will now be off-limits to the public. General Helltrone, I promise you, there's nothing to fear. Even if they get through these doors, I have left the same defenses I've been using here for centuries. None of my acolytes even dared to pass my defenses, and they saw me open them all the time. A simple miscue of the incantations to open my private rooms could cause fatal blows to even a strong man. If someone makes it that deep into what I have built here, they deserve to find it. Now, let's go have some spotted tea, shall we? and as your vision begins to fade away, the door thumps closed behind them. You're brought back to the same time with you and your friends, and you see the ice speed up and fall to the ground and Kath dodge out of the way just in time. The five of you are now staring at the door that has an embedded figure of a man holding a shield and sword with a door open in front of him.
3: Would I recognize that man as Heltron?
0: No, it's just the silhouette of a man. Okay. So, he, like his back is towards us? Yes. Okay.
3: Ooh, what does this mean?
2: Hmm.
5: Well, he has a sword and a shield. I'm going to, like, approach it and get really close to
0: it and start inspecting. It's a set of double doors that is 30 foot wide and 30 foot high. And it stands in front of you embedded in the mountainside.
2: Is the ice all gone?
0: The ice has all kind of fallen to the ground. And, like, it's made, like, a little pile along the skirt of the door.
3: Wait, guys. I just I just saw something. What would you see? Everything was sunny. It even felt warm. I saw Heltron and some mage walk out of this door. The mage seems to have, have built this, these doors for, I guess, this fortress of some kind. I don't really know what it is, but we should be careful. The, the mage was talking about his defenses. You know, if you do one thing wrong, it could blow up. could be very dangerous.
6: Hmm.
5: Well, we should be on guard then. Did they say how we can get in? No. I guess we'll have to find our own way. I'm going to keep inspecting the door, and I would like to cast Detect Magic.
0: It is a magical
5: door. What's cool? The door has an aura of white. Well, it seems that this door is locked magically somehow.
1: Well, how do we open it? I don't know.
3: Well, wait. It's it's a silhouette of a man with a sword and a shield, and we just acquired a sword and a shield, so maybe someone should stand in front of the door in front of the silhouette holding the sword and shield.
4: I'll just start walking up and pull the sword out and just strike the exact pose to do the best that I can that's that's like silhouetted on the etching, you know?
0: When you step in front of the door holding the sword and shield, a rumble occurs and the doors crack down the center. Ice shards splinter through the air, showering you in frost. As the doors open, a gust of air rushes inside, almost pulling you forward. It appears this large set of magical doors had completely vacuum-sealed the
4: inside. I'm going to look around dumbfounded at my companions. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, honestly. I'm just going to
3: shrug like, "Hey." And then I guess
4: I'll like I guess I'll lead the way. Yeah. I don't know, I'll just start slowly walking cautiously Okay. And- As you step inside the
0: room, torches lining the walls illuminate the room. Eight very large columns makes a slight wrap around the center of this large circular room. An ornate marble-tiled flooring makes a mandala-like design in the center of the room. Along the walls, you find murals have lasted through the centuries. The murals appear to be different designs representing the other realms. Around the door, you see Asus and its inhabitants. Along the left side, it shows the realm of Dela, the heavens and the eternal plane. Then moves to Grixolas, the void realm and source of all negative energy. It then blends into Duorla. The Evolution Plane, the mural of Dwarla, is of abstract beasts like griffins and chimeras. Along the right side it first shows the realm of Urena, which is the source of all arcane energy. Then to Exodus, the Labyrinthine Realm, and banishment for evil men and creatures. The left and right sides meet on the opposite ends of the room from the entrance at Baratus, the ethereal plane and spiritual copy of Asus. And as you look up to the ceiling, you see silhouettes of the monsters and demons hiding in shadow to represent the realm of Velm, the dark emptiness between worlds. But on the opposite end of the room, where the realm of Baratus is represented in the mural, there's a set of double doors. Above the doors it says, Academy of Planar Learning, a Wiggistry Institute and on the left and right side of the 10-foot double door stands two large sets of armor that stand 10 feet high. They each hold 15-foot spear in, right, in their right hand.
2: All right, so I kind of want to walk into the room. Is there kind of like a central kind of aisle?
0: Yeah, so like the the columns, the eight columns, are close to the center of the room, but they're more like football-shaped than they are okay. uh, circular.
2: All right, so I kind of want to walk down that like looking around at the murals on the walls like, wow, now this is this is inspired.
5: Yes, this is something. And I'm going to just start walking
4: clockwise around the room looking at the murals. All right. I'd also like to just really inspect the murals. And what were the two things you said? They're statues or something? Are they armor? On the left and right
0: side
2: of the doors across the room,
0: there are two large sets of armor that, are, that stand 10 feet high and each hold a 15-foot spear. Okay.
2: So I'm just distracted by the murals on the wall because they're so beautiful and inspired i'm just wondering how long this this take to make like who who made this and i'm wandering a little close to the armor
4: all right let's say that i was doing like as i was checking out the murals let's say that i was on the opposite side of him and we kind of meet <laughs> okay. you know on you know, each like, side and both start to kind of notice these, back uh, to back like these the armors. 80s.
2: all right
0: <laughs> So yeah, y'all find yourselves close to one side of each of
4: the armor.
2: Whoa.
4: Oh man. Um, I hope we don't have to fight these things. I don't know what could go wrong, but based off of Astor's vision, these things seem a little dangerous and I might kind of like touch one or knock on it. Is it metal? It is metal.
0: As you touch it and kind of knock on it, you kind of expect a little, like something part of you makes you think it's something's gonna happen. And Kath, as you see it happen, you feel like a sense about you. Like something bad's about to happen, but nothing happens. Does it echo? It does echo on the inside. Yeah, like it's hollow. Yeah. See, it's hollow. They're just armor. It is basically plate armor, so you can kind of see within the cracks of it if you want to inspect it further. Sure. Give me an investigation check.
2: All righty. Can I assist that investigation? Sure. Give me an advantage.
0: Eight. Even with an eight, you are able to see this part. The plates of the armor seem to be held together when you look between the separation of the plates. It seems there are metal bars forming a somewhat skeleton inside of the plates.
4: Hmm, there's almost like a metal skeleton on the inside holding, this, holding all this armor up.
2: Well, maybe it just needs that to hold the form. But look over here, look at this realm right here
4: start looking over there. <laughs>
2: the detail.
4: And the two of you
0: just kind of wander down like the side of the wall again, looking at murals again. I'm just making my
5: way clockwise around, inspecting the murals. And whenever I get to the doors on the opposite side, I'm going to inspect those. Okay. So they have like handles and hinges. They and... actually have
0: doorknobs and hinges. Whoa.
3: <laughs> I told Dave to make sure this dungeon was complete with hinges. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, was Academy of what?
0: A Wiggistry?
5: Academy of Planner Learning. A Wiggistry
4: Institute.
5: Now, does that mean anything to me?
0: I mean, everyone that knows anything about the arcane knows that Wiggestry University is a thing. And it is and Wiggestry University is like the elite wizard school that cost a shit ton of money to get into. And to graduate from Wiggestry University automatically puts you within the organization, the Wizard Rainbow. Right.
4: So pretty much everyone knows that. How far away was the ac- is the actual Wiggestry like academy from Wigistry here?
0: Wiggestry University is in Chandolin on the other continent. And the um the
5: Academy of Planar Learning. Does okay. that mean anything? Uh, give me a history check.
0: Nine. To you no. Okay. The only people that haven't spoken is Kath and Asher. What are y'all doing?
3: I guess I'm just looking around. Has anybody actually like inspected the? murals or whatever
0: not like an investigation check
3: i guess i'm just looking at those to see if okay so you're just there's walking anything around the room. notable yeah
0: what do you what are you trying to investigate about the murals i
3: mean you said it's just a bunch of like different planes and it's like
0: a design that's resembling a concept piece of what each plane represents
3: i guess i'll just investigate just since i'm kind of nervous about traps and stuff
0: Has Astra ever done anything about anything in the realm of learning about the planes? I wouldn't think so. Okay. Uh, So give me a history check with disadvantage.
3: Ooh, that's even worse. Uh, Five.
0: You actually are, like, stunned in the sense of the beauty of the art, but other than that, you don't know anything about what it's representing.
3: What is this?
2: What is a representation of the realms?
5: Yes, all the planes of existence. Hmm. You all see, of them. Here's Bricksalus right
1: there and film's on the ceiling. Orla's over there.
3: Whoa. I just look around and all.
1: Um, on the, the floor, you said there was like a mandala pattern. Sure. Uh, in the marble. Does it seem like it's connecting the pieces together in any way? No. It's really just a very symmetrical piece. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm just kind of wandering around looking
4: at the, the paintings and whatnot. Okay. Can I try and see if I can find like a running theme or like something that sticks out that is in every single one of the paintings? Like if I can find some sort of repetition in them or, you know. Give me an investigation check.
0: Five. You do not.
5: Okay, so you said the doors that we entered through, the, the mural over that part was Asus, correct? Yes. And then the doors on the opposite side were Baratus? Yes, the ethereal plane, which is a spiritual mimic of Asus. So I want to look at those two specifically. Okay. Are are they I guess identical in any way? They're
0: mirror images. They're just exact mirror images? Mm-hmm. Is there like a color swap or uh, anything? I wouldn't say a color swap, but the colors are more pastelly and faded on the Baratta side mm-hmm. to kind of be more spiritualish, like a wispy look, but the images like painted are exactly the same. Correct. Okay. If you did just outline work of the painting mm-hmm. it would be the a mirror image of each other. Alright. And how
1: big do you say this room was again? It's
0: a hundred foot wide and it's circular.
1: I'll uh I'll wander up to the door where um Billy is. Okay. And I'll just kinda look at the door with him and I'll uh kinda just kinda look over at him and say is is this one magical too?
5: I will detect
0: I was waiting for you to say magic. I will detect <laughs> I will detect magic. When you cast Detect Magic, you see that the door itself is not magical, but the statues on the side are constructs. They have the same yellow aura that PVAC has. <gasps> okay. Well, it appears that
5: these doors are just normal doors, but these two sets of armor appear to be constructs, you know, similar to Pivak. No. where you kind of
1: look at them and hold them. <laughs> <laughs> like the ones we fought in Solomandel's tomb. Right. So we just go ahead and... Destroy the armor now before it has a chance to come to life and attack us.
3: Were those constructs?
1: Uh, the animated
0: armor?
3: Yeah. Yeah, those are constructs? Okay. Um,
1: i um, We'll start to, like, pull out my halberd.
5: Well, wait, just hold on one moment. What? what? Keth, maybe we should not be so hasty. We don't know what is going to trigger them.
1: Maybe they open
4: the door. Anything's possible.
1: I'll look at the, uh, the two sets of armor and just kind of dart my eyes back and forth and then look <laughs> at the door and
4: say, open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Didn't work. I'm going to walk up to them too. And as I'm doing that, I'm going to kind of look up and read the, uh, the words again. How many, uh, schools are there outside of the actual Wiggestry University? Like this far away?
5: Would I know what just that was eight. So there are eight schools scattered throughout ACES? No, 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 there's eight schools of magic. No, he I'm meant sorry. like locations okay. and then mm. wiggistry. Well, I've, I've heard that they have other teaching academies outside of the university in Chandelin, but I'm not sure how many.
2: What's going on over here? Uh, just discussing
5: wiggistry and how to get through this door without being harmed.
2: Oh, wiggistry? I've been there several times.
4: In, in Chandelin? Yes, of course. You've been inside? Of course! Did they ever say anything about planar learning? Did you sneak in?
2: Well, I'm not there to learn. I'm there to entertain.
5: They're not really the entertainment type. You'd be surprised. I would be,
2: yes. Can can I roll deception? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yes, you can roll deception. Uh, because I'm skeptical. I mean, well, hold on. I think in a player... Since I don't like the whole rolling deception and diplomacy and all that against
5: players, yeah.
2: Just if you think I'm lying, you think I'm lying. Yeah. If you think you're
0: lying,
5: well, I know that they just don't let anyone into Wiggistry unless you're a student.
2: And I'm trying to tell you that (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm special.
5: Right. You've said that many times before.
3: I've I've demonstrated it. Mm. Okay, guys. There's a bigger task at hand. How are we gonna get into the store? I mean, maybe we just open it. Yeah, how do you get into
2: any other door? He said it wasn't magical. You open it. No,
4: but these constructs are. Has anyone tried the knob? No. I'm going to try it. All right. Here we go.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go
0: ahead and roll initiative. (laughs) Finch, as you touch the doorknob, not even turn it.
4: Warning, Warning.
3: trespassers detected.
0: You were hit with two Thunder Waves, one on both sides of you. Mm.
4: I need two Constitution saves. First one was a nine, second one's a 21. Felomir and Doroth,
0: I also need Constitution saves once.
2: Whew, okay. Exciting. Let's go. 17. 19.
0: Finch, you were blasted. For 26 thunder damage. With the two thunder waves happening at the same time, you try and hold against one like subconsciously, but the other one pushes you right back into it, and then it shoots you up 15 feet into the air. And then you land on the ground on your back for an additional d6 of damage. For another 4 damage.
3: Don't forget about your 20 hit point.
4: Oh, they're gone now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Doroth. With your successful save against the Thunder Wave, you take four damage and you are not pushed back. Cool. Velomir, with your successful save of the Thunder Wave, you take six damage and you are not pushed back. And now I need initiatives. You see these two shield guardian constructs come to life. They bring their spears down and start to prep a big swipe at all of you. Keth, it is your turn.
1: Damn it, Felomir, I told you we should have bashed him. I'll go ahead and uh, pop into rage and rush forward, and then I'll uh, I'll bash it. All right, and I'm gonna recklessly attack it, so I get advantage, and he gets advantage on me. It's a 24. 24 is a hit. Uh, 23.
0: 23 is a hit,
1: 20 damage. All
0: right, Keth, you rush forward with your halberd and spin it around, prepping it in your hand. And you hit it once with the back end of it to prep him for your attack. And then you swing your halberd back and you hit him once with a slash and once with a stab right in his chest. And it kind of holds its place and leans like it's stiffened, like a a tower or a wall just kind of falling over. And then it kind of springs back into position and preps himself for attack but first it is Astra.
3: I'll move and just say look out Kath and shoot a level 3 chromatic orb of lightning. 15. 15's a hit. Hey. Nice. What, up? what Oh damage, fuck. I haven't I haven't actually made a fucking AC. Like I'm just used to being like, okay, it obviously didn't work, so I just I'm just like pew like Felomere. You gotta act um, like you've been there before. Yeah. yeah. Okay, three D eight, fuck. How do you How do you spell? Wait, didn't you say you
0: did a level three?
3: Oh, yeah. So So that's an an
2: additional D8 for each one. So five D8. Um, Okay. First of all. We got to pause for the acceptance speech. All
3: right. Hey. D does a spell. Um, That is 21 lightning damage.
0: Awesome. All right. A small little ball of lightning develops in the palm of your hand and you throw it like a grenade across the room. And as it like gets further across the room, it grows with more intensity and then just impacts with this construct across the room. And it kind of like shakes a little bit like a robot getting electrocuted. And then it kind of preps itself again for its attack. After Astra is Finch, who's currently prone. All right, I'm going to stand up. All right.
4: If I fight one, either one of these guys, will that in turn put my back towards them, giving the other one an attack of opportunity? You no. are
2: currently flanked by you're, them. Though. You're
0: flanked, but only if you leave their reach will it do an attack of opportunity. So you could actually move like one square if you wanted without provoking an attack of opportunity.
4: Okay, I don't want to be flanked anymore. I'm going to move up one square. <laughs> but I'm still in reach of both of them to do battle. Correct. Okay. Um. So on this guy that's hurt, I'm going to try out this new masterwork sword and I'm going to use both my hands. Let's see if I can make contact. Okay. So you're not holding the shield. Correct. Okay. So you're just going to do a two handed thing with the sword. I was going to avoid that for more damage, but now I'm thinking I should fight with the shield because that's what this whole thing's about. So I'm going to fight with the sword and shield. All right. 15. 15 is a hit. 10 damage. Get a D8 for that and a D8 for that. I did it. Okay, just making sure. I can look around like I'm like, Wow. or check on that idiot over there.
2: Can I get I a, a check on that? I
0: just, in, in my <laughs> thought process, I was just like, it should can be I so much more check? in my head. No, I here. guess I'm just not used to Finch giving me a damage of 10. All right. Swords, man. It's so
4: usually so
2: much more. I usually
4: don't sword. Well, you also get two attacks. This oh, is shit. true. Well, you know what? You're right. Okay, let me just go ahead and do it again then. Yeah, you hit his
2: ass again. Cha-ching, cha-ching.
0: Thirteen. Thirteen's a mess. Wah, wah. So as you pull the sword from its sheath and take the shield in front of you, you feel empowered. You feel like something has happened. And you look at the shield and it starts to kind of like a small light aura just kind of goes all around it and then it fades away quickly. You think nothing of it because you're in danger, and you take the sword and you stab it into the Guardian, and you pull it back, and you just clink it off, clink your second attack off of its plate armor, doing no damage on the second one. Cool. Felomir, your turn.
5: All right, I am going to cast Spider Climb. Okay. And proceed to move up the wall along, pretty much like right
0: beside this guy, about 20 feet up the wall. Okay, so you're going to leave its reach for the opportunity attack? Yes. Okay. All right, so you've climbed up the wall after casting Spider Climb, and you've left his attack range, so he's going to get the opportunity attack. And I am also
5: going to use, as a bonus action, Entropic Ward, which means he gets disadvantage on his attack against me, and if he misses, I get advantage on my next attack against them.
2: Okay,
0: so he gets a disadvantage on his opportunity attack right now. Correct.
2: I like to think that he sees Felomir as he is on the figure, like holding the staff in an open book and just climbs with his feet, <laughs> like holding eye contact <laughs> up the wall.
0: Um, even with disadvantage, I get a 21. Okay, that's it. hit. Uh, so that's going to be 10 piercing damage. He takes the spear as you like run up the wall and spider climb and just cuts deep on your like lower back. Yeah. And after Felomir, is the shield guardian's turn. The first thing that happens whenever the shield guardians come to life is you see their pauldrons on their shoulders start to glow a slight green. And then a total of six magic missiles pop out between the two of them, three from each. And the first one on shield guardian A goes to you, for five damage, five force damage. Okay. The second one goes to you, Finch, two force damage. And the third one goes to you, Kef, for three Force Damage. The other Shield Guardian starts with you, Kef, doing another three Force Damage. One to you, Finch, for another three Force Damage. And one to you, Doroth, for another two Force Damage.
2: Hmm. And there's no save against this.
0: There's no save against Magic Missile, unless you have a certain thing.
2: <laughs> so there, there is. <laughs> Technically, there is. Yeah,
5: it's not really a save though. It's more. No, like... it's a spell called Shield. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Which none of us have. I believe.
3: I used to have it, but I never <laughs> fucking used That's it.
5: My next um, fucking invocation was probably going to be that.
0: <laughs> like you can cast Shield at will. <laughs> One of the Shield Guardians. You see, like a a little black ball of goop form on its chest. And then it spews out right in front of him. And we'll say that is the one that has not been hurt. There's a 20-foot radius of grease in front of the door. Well, that's gross. And you've also been covered in grease if you're there because it's spread all over you. And then the other shield guardian attacks you, Keth, with his spear. He has advantage. 23. That's a hit. I rolled a critness and a Critical. Critical. 22 total piercing damage. All right, and with my rage, I will take half of that. Yep. So 11 piercing damage. And after the Shield Guardian's turn, Doroth, you're
2: up. Well, the first thing Doroth is going to do is move backwards.
0: All right, how far do you want to move back?
2: Let's say 20 feet. Yes. Uh, Just straight back.
5: And also grease.
2: Oh, what's with the grease? What does the grease do? Um,
5: Slip and slide. It's difficult to range, so your movement speed's halved. If you enter or exit the area, you have to do a dex saving throw or fall prone.
0: Yeah, you only go 10 feet then.
2: Do you consider the grease magic?
0: It was magically created, but I don't think itself is magical. Yeah, it itself is magical. I mean, I think it's uh, as magical as conjuring like water if you're a cleric. Right. The spell itself is magical, but the water is not magical or holy.
2: Okay. Oh, God. I would still like to move back because it seems like something you would do, but I guess I can only move back 10 feet.
0: That is correct. With your... Because of
2: the uh, movement in the grease. Am I exiting the grease area
0: by standing where I am? You're not exiting if you move back 10 feet.
2: Okay. So what I'm going to do now is is cast a Witch Bolt. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. I'm about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you want to both do it? We're we'll
6: going
5: to do
2: it. <laughs> Simon Witch Bolt? All right, let's go. I'm going to do like a little yell. like go, or something. My Cinco! And, and cast it. Uh, it's going to be a 20. 20 is a hit. It's going to be five lightning damage.
0: Five lightning damage. The one has not been hurt, correct? Yes. All right. So you get your witch bolt ready. You throw your palms in front of you. Lightning shoots out from your hands and connects with the shield guardian. You hold it there for your turn. Yes. And then after Doroth, we're back at the top of the order, which is Keth.
1: All right, so you said that uh, whenever I attacked him last time, he kind of toppled back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I've been kind of watching him throughout this this past six seconds of combat or whatever. Is his legs stationary or have they been moving? Is it just his upper torso that's kind of rotating around? I like the thought process. No, he's actually moving. His feet are moving around. All right, I'm just going to keep recklessly attacking him. That would have been a fun mechanic, though. I was just going to shove him over. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking (laughs) that. 21. 21's it. And 10. 10's a miss.
0: 12 damage. All right. You take your halberd and you just kind of like dig it straight into its chest again. Like blade goes into like the armor. And you actually do penetrate the armor. And you actually see like some sparks kind of flare out from uh, the crack. Like you may have cut some wiring or something.
2: Like the Power Rangers.
0: And after Keth, we are at Astra's turn.
3: So that obviously did some visual damage. Is that the one that we've been beating on? Yes. Okay, the other one's still untouched. Yes. Okay. Well, apart no. from the
0: witch bolt. Yeah, it's there's a witch bolt currently connected to him. Lightning is shooting from Doroth to the other one, and lightning's still just kind of streaming towards it. Gotcha.
3: Does it appear that, I mean, just my thought process, does it appear that actual weapons are doing more damage than magic?
0: Not necessarily.
3: Okay. All right, if I have a clear shot to the one that's uh, pretty hurt, I would like to do another chromatic orb at third level and do uh, lightning.
0: All right. You gotten rid of six HP for these two level three spells?
2: Yeah. I got rid of one HP for my one level spell.
0: Good job, Dor. It
2: was a witch bolt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I took it from my main HP because you said last (laughs) session that we couldn't use our temporary HP. I did my homework. You didn't check for homework.
4: Dude, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) He wants me to show my work from now on.
3: (laughs) I'm going to use Tides of Chaos. All right.
4: You get advantage with the spell
3: attack. All right. That is 19 plus six. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. All right. We've got seven. 11, 12, 13. twelve, thirteen—that's a bummer.
0: Thirteen damage. Oh, right. middle of the road. Three D eight. It I should be five D eight. Oh, now that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you throw this lightning ball across the room, grenade style again, and you make contact with the mostly damaged
4: shield guardian. Finch, your turn. I'm going to keep uh, focusing on the guy that's uh, mostly damaged because i I'd like to, I'd like to uh, I'd like to end him so that we only have one guy to fight. So I'm going to now put Hunter's Mark on him as well and then continue with uh, two stabs or slashes of the sword while holding on to my shield. First roll is not a natural 20, but it was 20. Okay. 13. 13 is a miss. So 20 hits. 22 damage.
0: So 22 damage total with the blade. You pull back your arm and just make a deep stab in between two plates, and you cut him real deep, but he still ain't even reacting to it.
4: Like, isn't reacting to it as in like, do I even feel like we're doing damage? You definitely feel like you're doing damage,
0: but he doesn't seem to be reacting to how much damage has been done. Okay. After Finch's Felomir. All
5: right, I am going to follow suit behind Doroth. And cast Witch Bolt.
0: On the one that he's also hitting?
5: Yes, but I'm going to cast it at third
0: level. All right. What I am going to do is as long as y'all keep Witch Bolts on him together, you can reroll damage if you want. Oh. What do you mean? So, like, because y'all are doubling up on Witch Bolt on one target, Mm -hmm. if you roll 3d12 and you don't like it, you can roll 3d12 again. Okay. But you have to take the second one.
5: All right. Mm. See if I hit. I believe I do. 25. 25 is a hit. All right, and that's going to be 3d12 initially, and then 1d12 every turn after that.
0: Do you want to re-roll the whole 3d12?
5: Yes. So you can re-roll
0: it because you're teaming up with Doroth.
2: Oh, my God. We should do this more often. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's going to be... <laughs> Big damage. Uh, 28. 28 damage? 28 Holy shit. Damage. All right, awesome. Big damage. Um,
0: yeah, so whenever you cast Witch Bolt and connect with him, you see like the energy pulse from your hands like over and over again, and you can see like a ball of lightning surrounding his chest. And then the ball kind of bounces the door and then Doris shoots it back. And y'all are just going to be bouncing this pulse of lightning as long as y'all are connected together.
5: I also imagine us both, like, full of static electricity <laughs> and <laughs> our hair is, like, standing up.
2: We, like, make eye contact as the music swells. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And I'm happening. standing
0: on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Shield Guardians react again. It's now their turn. And it first starts with magic missiles shooting out of their pauldrons again. The first one goes to Yuka for five damage bench you take another five force damage and then the third one from him will go to yeah because you're 20 feet high felomir yes so yeah the next closest person will be dorth dorth you're getting hit with another force message, No. which is going to be three damage and then the other one attacks the three of you again so four to you cut four to you dorth and five to you, Finch. This place is dangerous, y'all.
4: I see. I'm not trying to open any more doors. <laughs> Should have knocked first, dude. <laughs> Should have posed with my shield and sword again. Give me a
2: dexterity save, Fellamir. Four. Don't fuck up what we have here.
0: You see a fireball building up in the palm of the shield guardian below you's hand. Oh, and he shit. throws it up at you. A and B. 22 fire damage. Yeah. And with that, I believe you have to roll a concentration check against that. Yes. So it's constitution save against 10 or half the damage you take. So you did 22 fire damage. So it's a constitution save and you have to be 11. I do. All right. The other one takes his... Spear, and attacks both Finch and Keth. One against each of you. Does he have advantage against you? Mm -hmm. It's going to be 20 against you? Uh, Defender wins. Defender wins. (sighs) Finch, does an 18 hit you? Yeah. Is that with your shield Mm -hmm. and everything? Damn. I
4: have 17 with the shield. Oh,
0: damn. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) With the spear, he hits you for 13 piercing
4: damage.
2: These guys hit Hard.
4: Hard. Hmm. Damn, you're still alive? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> well, I had that 20 temporary hit points to start the game. The oh, yeah, off, that's true. That's and true. he is currently at 20 health. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. If I didn't have oh, that, fuck. I'd be out, yeah.
0: Holy shit. After the Shield Guardians, it's Dora's turn.
2: Well, I'm definitely going to hold on to that Witch Bolt. Um, can I use a Bardic Inspiration die on a person while concentrating
0: Yes, with which bolt? I believe it ca- it costs your action to maintain concentration with it. So if you use a, you can still use your bonus action if it's worth a, if it's a bonus action that bardic inspiration is.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm going to use um, the bardic inspiration on. Oh, let's go with um, a Fellamir, because we're doing a thing right here. All right. So I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'll make eye contact with him and go with a. Can you feel the magic?
4: I can. And,
2: uh, <laughs> here's your uh, your D8. Well, thank you. To use however you please. I think it's on um, attack rolls, which, of course, we don't need right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, saves, I think.
0: Okay. Use it on saves. It. Something like that.
2: And I'm going to keep up my witch bowl. And I'm not going to re-roll that damage because I got a 12. 12?
0: Holy shit. All right. The uh, lightning bounces to you from that really large pulse that Felomir started with. And it comes back to you and you just bounce it right back like you're playing ping pong. This is fun. And the li- the giant like beach ball sized lightning force <laughs> just hits him again and starts traveling towards Felomir on his turn. Kath, it is your turn.
1: Uh, I will continue to recklessly attack and try to just keep prying away at that space that I hit earlier. All right. Let's do it. Uh, 21 and 14. 21 hits. 12 damage.
0: You take the pointy end of your halberd and just stick it into that same exact spot and you see and like do a little twist and you see some more sparks kind of pop out. You've actually made like a softball sized hole with that twist in that one plate. Cool. And then after Keth, we're to Astra. Do these guys look pretty bad off? The one that Keth and Finch are focused on is definitely the most damaged, but he doesn't seem to be crippled, if that's what you're thinking.
3: I guess I'll just do another Chromatic Orb. Okay.
0: Level three again?
3: Sure. Why not? Eleven.
0: Yeah, you take the uh, lightning ball and just kind of hurl it across the room, and it just
4: hits the wall. Cool. Finch,
0: it is your turn.
4: So me trying to get away is going to definitely of a, attacks of opportunity. Unless you just completely disengage. Disengage. I'd also, As I'm running away away from it, I'm also going to tuck behind a pillar.
2: And don't you have to make a deck save as you're exiting yes. mm-hmm. the grease?
4: All right, so you duck, you run out the grease and you try and
0: get behind a pillar. But I'm going to need a dexterity save as you exit the grease to see if you slip and fall. 18. You do not slip and fall. You make it to the pillar and you're hiding behind it. And that was your full disengage action, so we're gonna to go to Felomir. Alright,
5: I am going to take a few steps backwards up the wall. Okay. We'll say 10 feet. Alright, so you're now 30 feet up the wall? Yes, and continue with the Witch Bolt. Alright.
0: I'm gonna reroll. Fuck. One. One? One. Holy shit. <laughs> Should've kept it five. So as the lightning ball comes back to you, you kind of absorb some of its energy and you send it back kind of weakened. After Felomir is the Shield Guardian's turns. The Shield Guardian that Felomir and Doroth are attacking with Witch Bolt attacks Doroth, Finch, and Kath. Two to you, Keth. Three to you, Doroth. Four to you, Finch. The other Shield Guardian attacks Keth. Doroth and Felomir with Magic Missile. Keth, four, force damage. Doroth five, force damage. And Felomir, three. Force now y'all both were just hit with Magic Missile, and y'all are holding concentration on Witch Bolt, correct? Yes. yes. So I need constitution saves from both of you, DC 10.
2: Okay. And remember, you also have your Bardic Inspiration die. I can choose to use that after <laughs> I roll, correct?
0: Yes. I will use it. <clears throat> All right. Doroth, did you get over a 10?
2: I got a 15. Nice.
0: I got a 12. Nice. All right, y'all. Maintain concentration on Witch Bowl. The One Shield Guardian on you, Kath, attacks. He gets advantage. Mm-hmm. 17 is a miss. That's a miss. And a 14 is a miss. Yep. And Doroth... Yes, that spear is really long, and he reaches for you. You see that spear coming right at you, fifteen feet away.
2: It okay?
0: Has a fifteen foot reach because really? Yep. All right. He attacks for twenty two.
2: Yeah, that's a hit. All right.
0: The other one didn't hit. I don't think. Does a twelve hit?
2: No. Okay.
0: You get stabbed
2: for twelve damage. Twelve piercing damage. It's a lot of damage. It is. For such a small being. <laughs> hmm. No, shouldn't I roll for my my uh uh con- the Constitution save? Oh
0: shit, you should. That's a second attack on you. Give me a Constitution save. It's still DC ten. Still a DC ten because half the damage would still be less than ten. Let's go.
2: Oh no! Oh no! A little help. It's a ten. It is a ten. <laughs> Are we gonna count it?
0: Uh, even we count it. I got a one, so we don't count it.
2: Wow, <laughs> dude! If I don't,
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I'm using a lucky dice because <laughs> what we have here is magical. It is, and I don't want to, I don't want to mess that up. Okay, I got a twenty.
0: All right, twenty definitely succeeds. And now, Dorth, it is your turn.
2: I'm going to, uh, I'm going to back up five feet. A very strategic place. Yep. And it is I'm, strategy. And I'm going to keep my uh witch bolt going. I'm going to volley that ball back. I'm going to re-roll that. All right. Eight damage.
0: Eight damage. So you step back five feet, and you actually kind of... Sl- you moonwalk in the grease. Back. Okay.
2: <laughs> the callback. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for oh, me.
0: full circle man <laughs> <laughs> and you bounce back the large beach ball sized lightning that's kind of lost some volume but you give it back some girth and you send it right
1: back nice and after dorth we're back at the top of the order Okay. alright I'm sick of this shit I'm gonna recklessly attack him try to finish him 24 24 is a hit
2: where him crits at I know right
1: 20, 24 again <laughs> Over 20, but never cred. 16 plus 12 is 28. 28? 28 points of damage. Holy shit. That actually does it. Yay. He
2: said, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> screams out, I'm sick of this shit!
0: <laughs> and you take your halberd and you just swipe, you swipe it across his face and you see like his metal helmet just spin around and then you take the other and you just kind of slam it into its like forehead and then he just kind of collapses to the ground. Astro, we're on
3: you. There's still one.
0: Still one that's just like being held in this one spot with like a a very strong energy of lightning.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's doing constant
2: damage. Or you, no? ooh, you should throw some more lightning. <laughs> yeah. Is there?
0: You know what? Yeah, if you if you do a lightning attack, I will give you advantage because lightning wants to go to lightning, right? Yeah. So I'll give it. I'll give that.
3: All right. Um, I'd also like to say, hey guys, don't forget you have potions. <laughs> Cause I was gonna heal somebody last round, but I remembered that y'all had potions.
1: I was gonna drink one when it so, came my turn just, again. I was gonna heal you guys. but making fuck sure you heal
5: yourself. Um, I can't yeah. stop shooting lightning.
3: Well I can do one D eight plus five, but you can do forty four plus four hmm. with one potion. So Fo oh, fo oh, oh. Use them dog. Um yeah, I will do a level two chromatic orb of lightning. Yay! Fuck it. I'll do twin spell so oh, that there's <laughs> two at this one, dude. 14. 14 is a hit. Yay. <laughs>
0: and you did a level three chromatic orb again?
3: No, level two. Okay.
0: So that's 8d8 eight eight, lightning damage. Oh, shit. Oh, you fuck. Right. Because you did twin spell. And? And we're going to do wild magic after wild that. Magic. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> That is 33 lightning damage. Oh, shit.
0: That's a big ol' hit. Flux capacitor in this, motherfucker. (laughs) So, yeah, you create this very large ball of lightning in both hands and just throw it across the room. And they kind of intertwine with each other, kind of zigzagging in this, like, really sporadic motion. And then come down into the Shield Guardian as soon as one of, like, Doroth and Felomir's pulses hit the shield guardian. So like they connect all together and you see the beach ball size of lightning grow to, grow double in size. And now it's bouncing back and forth between Felomir and Doroth still. But we need a wild magic roll for using sorcery points on the twin spell.
3: Hey. 30.
0: You teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see.
3: Okay, I'll just teleport. I guess behind Doroth, not in the grease.
0: All right, so you pop up behind Doroth.
3: Doroth,
2: give me a perception check. Uh, that's gonna be an eight. You don't know. Okay.
0: <laughs> too much lightning. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're I, too busy focused on like the crackling of lightning in your hands.
2: Yeah, I got a lot going on right now.
4: <laughs> and then after Astra, we are to Finch. I'm gonna drink one of my greater healing potions. All right, that's a free action. 16.
0: All right. So you heal yourself for 16 HP.
4: Then I will uh, kind of poke out around from the pillar I am hidden behind. And I'm actually going to use my masterwork crossbow to take a shot at the remaining shield guardian. Cool. And I'm assuming you've made Hunter's mark to him. Well, he died. It's going to go to the next bad guy. It's like calling your shot on pool, man. You got to say it. Yeah, I know. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to move Hunter's Mark to the new guy and then step out with my masterwork crossbow. All right. Take the shot. 30. Mm.
1: You should have sharp done Sharpshooter. Good
6: fucking
4: <laughs> God. Yeah, 30 is a hit. 30. I rolled a 19. That's really good. 13 damage. Fuck me, man. Palosis. 14
5: damage. <laughs> and he's injured.
4: Oh, fuck me. So you roll another B8. I'm going to let Felomir play for me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 22. 20, 21. What? I was at 14. You were at 13. What? Uh, he
0: was at 14. Oh, uh, well then 22.
4: See, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the bolt flings out of the crossbow and it flies true, hitting the shield guardian in between some plates. And you see like sparks kind of fly out from where this bolt went through the armor. It kind of like shakes and spazzes for a second, but then rears up for an attack. Before he can do anything, it's Felomir's turn. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep it going. I'm gonna keep the Witch Bolt. And
6: I'm,
2: mm, gonna, uh, you, I'm
5: gonna re-roll You it.
2: taught me to play Blackjack, Ryan.
5: Ah! Money, 10 damage.
0: 10 damage. So as
5: you ping pong battle this
0: lightning ball back at the Shield Guardian, uh, it does actually fall to a knee on this attack. But it stands back up. And three magic missiles shoot out. One at you, Keth, for two force damage. One at you, Doroth, for two force damage. Next person's Astra. Magic missile hits you, Astra, for two force damage. Ow. And it is in reach still of Yuka. So it takes two swings with its spear at you. Yeah. This one doesn't
1: have advantage, right? No, the other one would if it was alive. 16. Nope. 24. Yes. Eight
2: piercing damage, half will be four. Cool. Dorth. Well, I'm just gonna uh, volley that lightning ball on back. All right. Can can I see if I notice that Astra is behind me during this turn? Sure, give me a perception check. 20. You notice that Astra is behind you. Real quick, I just wanna be like, what were you saying about potions earlier? And volley the ball back. Take one. (laughs) Oh. You said that in game, by the way. I'm yeah. a- accepting that that was canon. 11 damage. I did it. Yay! You hit that lightning bolt back
0: at the uh... shield guardian. It implodes on him and like you both kind of release your witch bolts and the energy kind of comes into one final hit. As you deal the final blow to this construct, you begin to hear the whirling and scratching of metal from both constructs. Anyone within 20 feet of a construct's corpse give me dexterity saves as these things explode, sending metal shrapnel around the area. So, Doroth and Keth, give me dexterity
2: saves. 20.
0: 11. Keth, with your 11, you take the full damage. Doroth, you had 20.
2: Yes. So, you take half damage.
0: Keth, you will take... Oh, but it's piercing in your rage. So that's going to be 11 total damage, and you'll both take half, so five damage each. And gears and screws just kind of fall all over the room everywhere, basically completely ruining any chance to decipher the design of these constructs. Damn it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Foiled again.
0: Hey companions! Stepping in here on this episode for a mid-roll. First off, we got some new patrons on our Patreon I need to mention. And I can never remember where I left off with these, so we're just gonna list you all off again. Thank you, Dave Lar, who got an NPC named Ovid Lar. Colby Parker, who got Polby the Sewer Goblin, Kevin with No Last Name McEwen, Tykara Stokes, who guested in one of our cutscenes, Andrew Odell, who got an NPC named And Odell the Mind Flayer, Samuel Moore, which we used for Samuel the Farmer, Jacob Williams. Josh Story, who guested in one of our cutscenes. Lucas Duff of the Ballad of Seven Dice podcast. Deidre Cole, my wife. Bjorn Yeager. Caitlin Lindberg, who got the NPC Caitlin at Astro and Keth's Orphanage School. Dave Schmidthenner, Keith No Last Name. And Brad from the Fate of Eisen podcast. He lives in the future land of Kiwis. Thank you all for donating what you can to our calls. It really means a lot. And with the recent addition and ups from you guys, we are at the 65% marker of meeting our first Patreon goal which would even me out on the upkeep of the podcast. So consider donating if you aren't already. We've also had a flux of Apple podcast reviews coming in. If you haven't yet and you want to, drop us a review. We would obviously love a five-star one from you, but if you think we deserve less, then go for it. But let us know why with something written either way. That way we can improve ourselves if we're disappointing you. And here's the big part. We're coming to a close of Act 2. I'm not sure how many more episodes there are until the end, but the end of Act 2 is for sure coming. And as a DM, I try not to force these guys into a specific path what we call in the d and biz, railroading. I think sometimes the production process of a podcast may make it appear that I am leading them on a path, but I really try to let them explore the world on their own. Because of that, I currently do not know how Act 2 will end and where our adventurers will head from here. I have thrown some suggestions out from some of our NPCs like Leron and the Universal Library and Ladrelden, but I'm not sure if they have other goals for their characters. I'm hoping I can kind of get an idea as things move forward with these final episodes of Act 2, But the point I am making with this is that I might have to do a smaller, more lore-driven series of episodes for our releases at the end of Act 2. These might not hit a hard schedule as I write content for Act 3. I'm hoping we can hit the ground running right out of Act 2, but I just don't know yet. But don't fret. I have a suggestion for you during this time. As we bring Act 2 to a close, I will be dropping promos for other content creators that I enjoy and am collaborating with. For this episode, I'm suggesting a podcast that I'm personally called up on. They currently only have 10 episodes, so it's an easy binge. The first episodes will get you hooked with their story, comedy, and rowdiness. Hi, we're Chasm Quest. Come with us as we voyage across the Chasm Sea and into a heroic adventure into a new world. The quest is dangerous. I want to ride that sword
1: down his body like <laughs> and
5: just Like split him in half.
1: Mysterious. There's something about the new lens. There's nothing that can prepare us for what's to come. And
0: very, very rowdy.
1: We lick each other's nostrils. Oh <laughs> god!
0: <laughs> Listen to Chasm Quest all one word, everywhere podcasts are streamed. Now, let's set sail. So the five of you kind of gather your breath and stand up from this fight and the explosions of the Shield Guardians.
2: I'm going to take out two uh, greater healing potions and then take one and kind of like like a toast to Astra <laughs> and and drink it or drink them both rather.
5: And I'll pull out two lesser healing potions and toast myself <laughs> and drink both of them.
4: I'll go ahead and drink my second greater healing potion. I mean, Do you only have two? Yeah. Should I not? I mean, we're going to be in here for a, a, enough time for me to get a day's rest to get some health back. You can always short rest. You can't always use your hit
0: die. <laughs>
5: you you know what?
4: It. I can always drink a potion. I'm just hanging I, on to I, it. I mean, honestly, I, would, I wouldn't use the potions and only I only had do two.
5: short rest, y'all. That's actually a good idea because I'm out of spells.
3: Okay. I mean, I'm I gonna, can do some healing. Yeah. I was just offering no, that before I, mean, I did healing.
0: You each have six hit die you can use on short rest to heal. Yeah, short rest is only an hour, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can even say you taking me if you don't want to do a full hour, but I mean, there's really no reason to not do a full hour,
2: I guess. I'd say we do a short rest. I concur. Let's
0: do it. Yeah, don't waste your potions yet.
1: I guess while everyone's recouping, I'll uh I'll just kind of sort through the broken machinery uh, right. with my halberd. So yeah, you start going through
0: some of the broken machinery, just kind of looking at the gears and wires and everything. I'm just looking for anything interesting. Doroth's song of rest is just like he's just playing like a musical thing on his lute or something. I guess. Yeah. And like it's actually echoing perfect. The ambience in this entire room just gives you just this depth to make it sound like you're an entire band.
2: It's a good room.
0: And so, Kath, you're kind of, like, nodding your head to it because you're kind of enjoying it as well. Give me an investigation check. Crit miss. Yeah, you just kind of, like, get completely distracted by the music and just... Decide you're just give up on it. Like, you look at a couple of wires of gears, you're like, I don't
4: know what is this. you'd step and like break <laughs> like the one important piece that's left.
1: Start like river dancing all over the, <laughs> the I'll remains. Just, I'll just like uh, throw up a gear behind my back and turn towards uh, Doroth and like go up to him and just kind of like, <laughs>
2: yeah, I like this. Do a little orc jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: god. What's an orc jig? Would it be like some heel moves or something?
2: I don't know, man. Maybe Orcs using, don't exist. Using the halberd <laughs> a little bit, kind
4: of like hitting it down on the ground <laughs> on the beat as
5: you kind of strut. Some Line dance moves.
2: <laughs> yeah, except everything is like battle formations. So you just kind of speed them up and make them rhythmic.
3: Um, did anything happen with the doors?
0: No one has opened the doors yet because they touch, Finch touched the doorknob and the fight
4: started. I don't know if I feel comfortable touching that doorknob again. But don't touch it.
5: Okay. Yeah, I don't see any, any more immediate danger in the area.
2: Yes, we'll just have someone else be brave.
3: I was going to use a mage hand. See? We'll do that.
0: Alright, so, at the end of the short rest, you want to walk up to the door and try and use my mage hand, astra Yep. Alright, give me a really simple dexterity check. Five. DC was five. Nice. (laughs) That's simple.
2: Defender wins. You can't get in the door.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With your nimble fingers through your spectral hand, you grasp the doorknob, you twist it to the right, and the door opens.
3: Wow.
2: See? So brave. I'm going to walk through the door first.
1: (laughs) All right. I think Astra should open all the doors from here forward, and I'll uh, step through. When you
0: enter the next room, torches on the walls and tall candlesticks in the center of the room light up. The key of Kilnar's range is unable to show the entire room. You see the stone ceiling is 50 feet above and the walls in both directions another 50 feet. But the depth of the room is unknown. As you investigate this grand hall, you see leather sofas and recliners making small areas to chat with others. The coffee tables are covered with ashtrays, elegant flint and still sets, empty decanters and tumblers, and all sorts of cocktail glasses in different shapes. But after 750 years, the containers are empty. Also scattered around the room on tabletops and such are assortments of books, some of history and arcane, some of nature and the stars. But a common book you find is one called The School of Planar Learning. The details of this arcane tradition for the wizard class will be provided to our Patreon supporters. Hmm. Give me history checks. Crit miss. 11.
5: Six. 23. 11.
0: Bellomir, this kind of makes sense to you. Uh, this entire room was probably the meeting area for visitors who were coming to visit like their children in the academy or just wizards meeting with wizards, so on and so forth. Well, this seems to be some sort of meeting room.
2: Ah, yes. In my prime, I could have rocked this room.
5: It's a big room. Yes, how big I wonder and as i'm talking to everyone i'm just going around and picking up books are you like keeping them or yeah okay i'm getting hmm. like as many books as i can carry and then i'm going to put them in my uh, <laughs> my personal library all right
0: whenever you open up the personal library give me a uh, a dexterity check 13 all right whenever you walk in you're unable to like do it quietly so you just tumble over a bunch of gold coins that y'all stored in, stored in here and you will oh, just hear yeah. a clatter of coins like falling over.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> As you explore the room further you find there's another set of standard looking double doors on the wall you entered in on. This set of doors says authorized mages only. Also on the left wall near the other side of the room once you get to that side is a larger set of ornate double doors. There's a set of five arcane runes on the double doors And where the doors split in the center of the two, the wood of the doors bulges out, making a hemisphere of, like, a large globe. So the doors are, like, sort of rounded out? Just, like, at the center, like, where, like, your chest would be at the door.
5: Yeah, okay, you said the authorized door was on the same wall as the door we came in?
0: Yeah, so where you came into this room, it was on the same wall, and then, like, deeper into the room, because the room's about 150 feet deep. On the left side, you find this ornate-looking double doors okay and
5: is there i want to also fully explore the room to where we can't see
0: yeah you you basically explore the whole room and it's one big rectangle and if you were to call it i guess 50 feet high 50 feet wide 150 feet deep okay and there's nothing but these two doors nothing but these two sets of double doors and then a bunch of like recliners and sofas and okay tables and chairs
2: i want to walk up and pull on Felomir's leg and go that is where the fun is in point to the experienced mages-only door. <laughs> <laughs> authorized mages-only?
0: Yes.
5: You think?
2: Obviously. Look at the sign.
5: I mean, But there's... Look at all these runes.
2: Well, yes. There's that. But this, it's danger.
5: Hey, so the authorized door, it just looks like a normal door? That's... It looks like a normal door. Okay.
2: And it controlled danger. I mean, even you said yourself, these guys aren't about fun. These will be dad joke level traps
5: I I wouldn't call those
0: two sets of armor dad joke
2: traps
0: (sighs) let's give it a try
2: I'm gonna go open the door
0: you're gonna open up the authorized doors only yes authorized mages only Uh, give me a constitution save
2: oh my god is is this
0: magic oh are you casting detect magic
2: no Uh, I, I have known known cunning it is magical okay I will roll that save twice all right Nineteen.
0: All right, you will take half lightning damage. <sighs> All right. You touch the doorknob and you take eight lightning damage. That's already half. Yeah, I'm just gonna be watching him as he does <laughs> this.
4: I'm gonna whoa and turn around. Yeah,
0: as soon as like you touch the doorknob, it just shocks you with this damage.
3: <sighs> What'd you do? <laughs> the door hurt me. Why aren't you trying to open it? Well, I warned you about traps.
5: Dad level jokes, he I could says. have used
3: my mage hand again.
5: And I'm going to walk over to the other door <laughs> right. as I, I'm saying this.
0: All right. What are you going to do with the other door?
5: Uh, I'm going to inspect it.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it has those five arcane runes on it. And this, like, it's very ornate looking, like, leaves and embedded carvings, stuff like that. Nothing really, like stands out other than the runes. Do the runes mean anything to me? Uh, Give me an arcane check. 11. So you're able to understand what the process of this door is, but you don't technically completely recognize the runes. Much like how you are able to determine what the crafters can't said, you can determine what these runes are spelling out, but not how to say it. Mm Mm-hmm. You can also tell that it requires a much higher spell level. The way that this door works is you put your hand on the hemisphere and then you try to say the runes. Would you like me to spell out the runes for you? I would. I'll put it on the dry erase board behind us so everybody can see it. Okay. Hey there, companions. I'm actually going to kind of interrupt here for a moment because I want to spell out these runes for you that they're about to try and pronounce so they can open this door. There's five runes total, and if you don't want to hear this, you can uh, skip ahead. But if you want to play along, take the time to write these down. The first rune is T-I-F-O-N-O-R-A. The second rune is Q-I-C-O-G-A-N-A. The third rune is H E L F O T E L. N I A The Fourth Rune is Y O L T O N Space W E L T H O R N I A. The fifth rune is V E F F O N L U T A N I A Space G U R E. So, again, that's all five runes. So, if you want to play along, rewind this if you need to and get all those letters and uh, see if you can figure it out.
2: Tifanora, I dated her in high school. <laughs> Kekugana. That was a dream boat. Hellfoatalina. Hey, you got to stay away from her. I heard yeah. she was a witch. She can give you some hell. You know what yeah, I mean? She might put menstrual hell. <laughs> blood in your spaghetti. Yeah, you <laughs> dude. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing
5: <laughs> oh my boy Yolton
2: Yolton was like the cool jock like he was yeah. a jock but he would still talk to the nerds yeah he knew a lot <laughs> about Star Wars yeah but he was like <laughs> so he could relate you know <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah but it was, was down it was transparent yeah. as fuck because he would like lean on that uh-huh. like oh I like Star Wars and he he dealt, He didn't have to learn shit about anime because yeah. he could just lean on Star Wars but we noticed it but we we liked the effort
6: yeah
4: is so that made up letters at G-U-R-E at the end? <laughs>
0: that is G-U-R-E at the end.
2: I've spelled out what
0: the runes say, but the pronunciation is the tricky part.
5: Mm-hmm. Very interesting.
3: Is this like uh, Mad Libs? See,
2: I'm mo- the most perplexed by the third one because that's the one where the emphasis could be on any syllable. and <laughs> 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 I really don't even know what to do with that one but I'm not over there. I'm getting shocked, so.
1: Hmm. While they're doing all of this, I am just posted up in one of the recliners with a bag of rations out on my belly, and I'm, like, <laughs> eating the rations and watching them.
2: That's one of the good rations, right, with the cheese and shit in them?
4: Yeah, dude. Okay. If the two of them are at the mage door, I'm going to probably walk over to the fancy door. Felomir's with... at the fancy door. Yeah.
0: Doris at the unauthorized or yeah. authorized mages only. And he just got shocked, and then Felomir walked away. So, I mean, technically, Dorothy you could follow if you want. Keth has reclined up. Astra, I'm not sure what you're doing.
3: I was going to approach the other doors.
0: The one with Felomir? Yeah. Okay. So Felomir and Astra are at the ornate door.
2: Yeah, we can say we're all standing at that door. Yeah, i okay, walk over there. Except for Keth.
0: He's probably, like, 20 feet away, like, just watching you all from a distance. Yeah. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. Well, it seems that we have to say these incantations on these runes in order to get this door open. Now, I can translate them to common, but I don't know how to pronounce them.
2: I bet they translate to a dad joke. I say, rubbing my my palm. Well, go ahead. Say the runes. Uh, I'll give it a shot.
5: Alright, so what do you do? <laughs> um, Sound it out. Yeah, I'm just gonna say them. To, um, Are you gonna... Put your hand on it? Yeah, I'll put my hand on that That's what I can gather from the door, yeah. right? Like, I have to put my hand on the mm-hmm. little bulb. Yep. Okay. I'm going to do that and say the runes to the best of my ability.
0: All right. And this is my judgment, so you better say it as clear as possible. Because huh? I have what the pronunciation is over here. God. <laughs> how, is this, how is this a puzzle? Um, Tiphonora. After the first one. You see the first rune light up into this, like, bluish haze. And then you do the second one. Quick Ogana. You are shocked with electricity, and you take five damage, and your hand is thrown off.
4: So can we kind of, like, see the runes in this way? Or is only he can because he hasn't written it out for us.
0: He hasn't written it out for you yet, but um, he's saying things, and so you can hear that yeah. it might be difficult. So, we well, got one. Yeah, one.
3: Uh, c- c- can you write them down so maybe we can have a try it?
0: Yeah,
5: help yourselves. And I'll transpose them. All right, so you transpose them, and now
0: everybody can see what's on the dry erase board.
3: Okay, so it it seems like you got the first one right, Tifenora.
2: Mm
6: hmm.
3: The second one. <laughs> what? Nothing. Did I say it wrong? No,
2: this is his yeah. reaction to it. Mm hmm. I thought that was funny.
4: I think you did pronounce it wrong. You said tiffanora. It's tiffonora. <laughs> <Or it's...
2: laughs>
4: tiffanora. I fucking wrote it down so like so that I could translate it when he said it right.
5: I don't think that's how he said it first. I, I said tifanora.
4: Okay, well I gave that to you.
0: That's not right.
4: <laughs>
5: tiffanora. How is that
4: not right? I assume he was going for Ty. Typhanora? Okay, well does oh, I mean you already gave it to us, so is
2: right now. So. I guess we'll
0: I guess I'll change it to Tiffinora oh.
2: Tifinora.
3: Oh, uh, the second one you said Quikogana Yeah,
0: Quikogana
3: I would have thought um Quikogana.
5: Or Kisogana. Mm. I like Kikogana. Kikogana. <laughs> Kikogana.
2: Or it could be Gana Kisogana. <laughs> it's gonna be extra.
3: Alright, so I use Mage Hand. Okay. Will that work? What do you do? To put it on the door.
0: So you put your hand on the door, your mage hand on the door. Yes. And then you do what?
3: I will repeat the correct. Say it. Tifanora.
0: Nothing happens. It doesn't light up and nothing happens. Hmm.
3: I put my actual hand on it and say Tifanora.
0: The rune lights up. Say it slow.
3: Quikogana.
0: Five damage. Your hand is thrown off. Allah. Uh,
1: As I'm sitting in the recliner, I'm just going to kind of reach over on the table and just kind of feel around and grab a book, and then I'm just going to start, like, flipping through it (laughs) just to to see if I can uh, find anything that resembles what they're trying to say sounds like what they're saying okay without any understanding of anything magical or
4: arcane (laughs) yeah i was kind of thinking the same to maybe grab one of these books that we see everywhere the academy ones um and to just see if i can find maybe like a definitions page or anything that would give me like the pronunciation you know like you see in a dictionary
0: gotcha um so that's what the two of you are going to do then yeah yeah all right so y'all are just flipping through books uh, give me arcana checks with disadvantage.
1: Grimis. <laughs> I'm holding it upside down. <laughs> ah,
4: it looks the same. Seven. You don't
0: find
2: anything with pronunciations at all?
4: Throw it back on the table. All right.
2: I will give it a shot. All right. I will walk up. And place my hand I can reach it, right? Yeah, you can it. Okay. On. Place my hand upon the bulge. <laughs> <laughs> place my hand upon the spot on the door that is for hand placing. And I will say, uh Tifanora!
0: The first rune lines up lights up.
2: I will brace my shoulders and say Kisogana?
0: Five damage. <sighs> and your hand
4: is thrown off. I'll step up and give it a quick try. All right. Tifunora. First rune lights up. Kisogana.
0: Five damage.
4: I've got this. <laughs> and I'll
1: stand up and do a little stretch before I walk over and put my hand on the door and say, Tifunora.
0: <laughs> it lights up.
1: Kaikogana. <laughs> Five
4: damage. Oh!
0: <laughs> and your head is thrown off.
4: Out of frustration, I'm going to try again real quick. Tifonora. Geekogana.
0: The second rune lights up. Ooh.
4: There are you go. Yes. Do like a, a Tiger, uh, tiger <laughs> Woods fist pump real quick. Helfotelnia. Third rune lights up. Ooh. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> you're, you're doing it, Fitch. Come on, Finch. Do it. Just trying to make sure I, I write the way to pronounce all these down before I forget. Wellthornia Ten damage. Mm-hmm. And your huh. hand is thrown off. Oh, that one hurt a little bit
3: more, guys.
0: So close. I wasn't listening. Shit.
3: <laughs> All right, I'll do it again. To Fenora.
4: You're good. What? What did you say, Fitch? The second <laughs> time. It's Kiko Ghana.
3: Kiko Ghana.
0: Second rune lights up.
3: Helfo Telnia.
0: Helfo no It lights up. <laughs> 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 Can't um, put your hand on it and like pull away.
3: <laughs> Yoltan Walthornia. <laughs> say that again for me. Yoltan Walthornia. I think you're good on that one. It lights up. All right. Now this last one. What the fucking shit?
2: <laughs> Can she practice it? Like if her, if her <laughs> hand. <laughs> what does that <laughs> even say? Vef. <laughs>
1: Lutia lutania lutania. Is that a U or a V? G U R
5: E. No, in the the first word. No. After Is the that
3: l u
0: v V E F
3: F O. I can't see because your head.
0: V E F F O N L
5: U T A N I A. And then the second thing? word. That's G U R E. G U R E. <laughs> Is that little thing there? Okay.
1: Veffon lutia Vefon Lutiana Gur Gur Gur. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Vefon Lutania Gur.
0: You take twenty damage. Oh no. And your hand is shocked with lightning and thrown off.
6: Hmm. Mm.
2: I'm certainly not doing it again.
0: Alright, after uh taking notes
5: on everyone's attempts. Okay. I'm going to reapproach the door. All right. And put my hand on it. All right. And say Tifonora, Helfo Hellfotelnia, Yulton Wellthornia. <laughs> <laughs> Vefon Lutania, Gir.
0: Your hand is hit with 20 points of lightning <sighs> damage. Yeah, that's literally what Yeah, I that's said exactly <laughs>
5: what you said. Gear, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, foi, foi. <laughs> 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 what,
5: did, what did you say? <laughs> gear? Yeah. Gear. Gear. And I'm gonna I'm drinking some potions.
4: <laughs> the only other way I could think that last you word could be you could take a could knee be and be use it or like almost gore like gear. Yeah. Gur.
5: Gear. Yeah. Gear. gear.
4: It's, like gear. Gru-
3: it's like Gruyere cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Gur. Yeah.
4: Gru- Guru, I'm gonna I'm gonna step up and try again. I uh, rest my hand on the sphere of the door. Alright. Tifonora. You're in. Kikogana. You're in. Helfotelnia. You're in. Yotan Welthornia. You're in. Vefon Lutania Gear. That's it. Oh you shit. You light up the
0: film. Oh shit. Woo! And the door cracks open and reveals another room. Thank you.
2: See, I'm thinking in my head, how would Hank Hill say it? Vefol-Lutania vefol he's so <gainer. laughs> Well, Thornia Ojak. Ojak You know who else was down with Ojak? Yu-Gi-Oh I Believe in the heart of the cards It's the same thing Someone on this (laughs) app is from there and I was saying that's an interstate town. (laughs) Nobody actually lives there. That's a great like I don't know, I've never heard that term before. That totally encapsulates so many places that I know (laughs) now. Only see it because you pass through it on the way to somewhere exciting. It only exists
4: because there's an interstate. Yeah, Yeah.
2: so you know how far away you are from the actual fun. It's
4: like we need a gas (laughs) station here. I guess we'll build a town too. Yeah.
0: An ornate marble tiled flooring makes a mandala 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 man, <laughs> mandala mandala. Man, mandala,
3: I like to say mandala but everybody always ask Siri. Me to mandala
0: mandala is it mandala
4: Siri how do you pronounce mandala <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't work someone else do it <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: just go with mont mandala mandala mandala, mandala.
5: Like mandola.
4: Mandola sound, sounds like a body. Oh, part. Mandolin, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> god. Sounds
5: like a mandolin. How how sure are you? Uh, not at all. Oh, god damn it. Well,
3: I always say mandala, but everybody always corrects me.
5: Like a gondola.
3: Mandala. All
2: right. Does it sound like that?
3: Mandela.
0: Like Nelson Mandela.
3: <laughs> Mandela.
4: Did you
0: yeah. put e in there on accident?
4: Mandela. No. Are you looking at a definition? Mandela.
3: American pronunciation. Is Mandela. Mandela 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 or here's like a YouTube? Al.
0: Yeah, I was about to get the YouTube, which one. is
3: probably gonna say it differently. Mandala, <laughs> Mandala, that, that's the British Mandala. Mandala.
4: We follow Merriam Webster at work. That Mandala. means anything to you? I'm gonna go with Mandala. Mandala.
3: Like, I think
0: that's right. <laughs> Mandala,
6: Mandala's
5: right. All right,
0: Mandala. 22 piercing damage the crossbow
2: yeah. the crossbow bolt flings out of its crossbow <laughs> clutch housing unit the bolt flings out of the crossbow
0: <laughs> the bolt flings out of the crossbow, crossbow. <laughs> crossfire uh,
4: the bolt flies from the crossbow
0: the bolt flings out of the crossbow and flies true hitting the shield guardian in between some plates for 21 piercing damage it was 20 it was 22. <laughs> <laughs> 22 piercing damage
2: you being the blackjack expert what is the uh since we're working with a d12 what is the the rule here
5: uh depends if you're playing safe you shouldn't re-roll a five
2: okay what should i re-roll Hmm? Five or below? Four, or blo- four or below? below. I'm enrolling ro- I'm five or below. Okay. I, I was gotta thinking, figure the game out. I was
0: thinking six or below.
5: Nah, Because then you got a 50-50 chance. Yeah. See, you got a 33 and a third. <laughs> oh, God. A <laughs> <laughs> chance of winning when you re-roll a six. <laughs> but that Shield Guardian knows that he can't take this lightning. <laughs> All right. And that other so,
2: the one we already killed, so he's not even going to put up a fight. He's flight. not even
5: going to try. The numbers don't lie.
4: I bet we going to fight that armor, y'all.
6: Shit,
5: I hope not. It, it, didn't you hear what the vision said? The most fatal blow to the strongest of men.
4: The strongest of men. Or whatever. But Keth's an orc. He's a half-orc who'll only halfway die.